You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, everyone. This is a podcast, uh, Heart of Tradition podcast on air pollution, how to control it, how to gear up for it, and depending on where you live, what intensity you might need to go to. I'm living in probably the worst place right now, which is at Los Angeles, and so it's like a smog capital. And Even when there was no cars uh, during the coronavirus, which is still going, but um, the smog was the same. Nothing changed, so it made me realize that it's not coming from the cars. It's coming from incinerators or other things which are gassing off. I mean, of course, you have pesticides and other things which can gas off and become part of the smog, um, which that can be, you could say, not, not done uh, purposefully, um, and that can still just be a component of it. Um, what parts are done purposefully is is somewhat hard to prove, but there is some way of pointing towards this. So in California, you have all this smog legislation on cars, and this forces cars to buy certain types of catalytic converters and muffler systems, and, you know, it forces car makers to use certain types, and um, in, and because California is the biggest market in the states, they try to use that power that they have to force automakers throughout the nation to suffer from the regulations of California. So... The problem with this is that a lot of the catalytic converters in these units are made uh, were used to be made out of steel. Now they're all made out of aluminum. They have all these uh, uh, intense uh, metals inside that you know. If you know the principle of catalytic conversion, it's these metals, these somewhat more noble metals. I, I guess you could say, stick to the toxins and kind of. Um, help them to fall to the ground and become less toxic and they cancel each other out you could say um and so there's you don't have this um i think i think it started with like mercury and other things and it's worked it on the way down to aluminum and different things that they've tried to improve upon but the problem is is that the chassis themselves are made of aluminum and it's no it's it is also possible that through this smog protection act and all these kind of draconian green movements so-called green movements that there could be um, a black hand involved and there could be a way of creating catalytic converters that uh, push out um, uh, not only everything from uh, what do you call it like ammonia and cyanide and other things which come from this kind of conversion of petroleum uh, but also, I mean, that could, that may not be in the catalytic converter stage. That can also be something coming from pollution in general, like incinerators and power plants and uh, petrochemical plants and things like that. But it can also come down to the level of the car as well, some of these features. And so um, this is a potential, if you could force everyone to use a certain type of object in their car that that put invisible or less than visible elements into the air and reduced the 
the the the smog per se. I don't even know what that that is. LA is the worst smog capital in, in the nation due to geography and other things, but also uh, with a lot of these protections in place. Like the only reason that some of the Northern California places do not have such intensity is just because of geography and and cold weather and more rain and more um, water vapor in the atmosphere, more humidity, and there's certain factors like that that keep these things regenerating. But Southern California is like, it's the worst spot to have this type of problem. And then on top of that, it's also intensified with these type of leaders. And um, it's kind of a central point. So if you were going to pick a a team that was going to be organized either for or against uh, the people, they could do it very powerfully here in Southern California. I mean, not only do you have Hollywood and you have all these other different opinions, but you can tell it's like the liberal capital of the world. And so whether or not one is liberal or Democrat, I mean, or conservative or whatever it is, that's not what my issue is. My issue is just when you have an over-concentration of any one thing, then there's a lack of balance, right? Like, I don't think anybody would want any group to get full power with no checks and balances. I mean, that would just be disastrous. So we want to find some balance and I think California because of the jungle primary and some of their political uh, maneuverings and manipulations it's hard to have a balance here Um, so that throws off the the checks and balance system and so this can lead to strange regulations that force cars to do things that are not productive to the car itself are not productive to the, our, our number one means of energy and the things that are more locally available to us, the things that are less expensive forms of energy, which provide for a greater economy. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of long-winded, but yes, the catalytic converter can be adapted to to bring about a, 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 a less than visible or a, a slightly visible powder or something into the air. Volatile aluminum um, is one of the first things I think of. There can be other things from arsenic and there's all these other things that can be in there that can combine with with, um, different um, elements in the air and then create this type of smog. You know, it's not like cyanide gas or whatever. It's like cyanide combines with another molecule and then it becomes part of the smog. So, um, so this, this this world is very difficult to get around if you're here. So what I recommend for people that are here um, and in areas like this, a dense population, I recommend to buy an air, IQ air, um, air purification uh, system. Well, I guess what I mean is the air purifier, the HealthMate 250, they're standard for about 900 bucks. I would probably get two of them. One of them, if you can only afford one for now, but I would get two because you're going to need uh, one in each, not each room, but you're going to need at least one where you sleep and then one where you work throughout the day if you're at home a lot or your living space or whatever. So you don't have um, to roll these things around all the time. I mean, if you have a small apartment, then you probably only need one. But 
Um, so this is very important. And you buy one of these meters that they can sell. The same company, IQ Air, sells this little meter. I forget the name of it, Air Visualizer or something. And this you can program to, I mean, well, you can turn the Wi-Fi off if you don't want that kind of interference. And you can just use an app to see what the local climate's like. Or you can just go online and, and see what your outdoor climate is supposed to be according to um their databases but then you also can use the unit to check what it really is not only outside but also inside and so i recommend that and so what happens is you want to get the particulate matter because the problem with these AQ, aqi indexes is that they only tell you the particulates that are in the air they don't tell you um uh they don't tell you what the quality of that particulate means or whatever so I mean even with my air visualizer if I go in the kitchen with it and I make if I take some carrot and, and juice a carrot that odor that that comes off of that juicer in that moment will my my air purifier will detect that and it'll show like a, a, a like a heavily duty like face mask symbol like you know this is dangerous and so it's not dangerous. It's just it's just detecting the particles in the air, and so it so there can be things which are very harmful in the air and not harmful at all, but they're particulates. Period. So that's all it's detecting. So you have to know that. That's the first thing. The second thing is that anytime there's a regulation around how things should be divided, like okay, this is good air, this is bad air, this is that, you should probably <laughs> divide by ten or whatever they're saying, you know, and what I mean by that is if they say you're supposed to be like one meter from a halogen lamp or something or, you know, some sort of these new mercury halogen crazy lead lights, which are almost unbelievable for the migraines and headaches and this, this anti-red um, kind of pigment that they've pulled out of these lights to, to create this blue artificial light and destroy serotonin and everything else like so they might say uh, one meter is the good distance for safety so you want to you want to make that 10 meters and or you want to get a different light or you want to you know use mineral housing and shades and all sorts of different things to get your light right you know or use sunlight during the day and and, and uh, a series of multiple soft lights if you can uh, mini lights I like mini lights multiple mini lights and things like that to get, get to get the balance right but um, so you also have to do that with this so if it says 50 is good air and then we go into moderate which means you know uh, healthy sensitive people should not exercise outside too much and the windows should be shut until the air gets better before you start trying to reoxygenate your room or whatever it is so that um, is something you could follow. I wouldn't follow to the T because the, the 50 particulates, let's say score of 50, which is right before it passes into moderate and you're still in what they call green good air. Well, when you're at 50, you're getting – every time you go up from 50 to 49 or, or, or 49 to 50 or one little point in that system, you have to imagine the, the multiplication of pollution that's in the air. To go up one point means there's a lot more, right? It's not just like little baby point. They're, each point is significant. And so if you go down to like, if you can get your room 
where you sleep and, and especially where you work or if you spend most of your time. It's all about how much time you spend, right? But if you can get those, the, 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 the workspace, like I work from home, so the workspace and the sleep space. The sleep space is the easiest, but you do have to keep it on as you sleep. Uh, some people can turn them off. Uh, you know, you can set them up where they turn off midway, like maybe it gives you the first four hours of sleep and then the last four, like there's no sound or whatever, um, and, or it turns off. And th th that can work depending on how hermetically sealed your room is and, and things like that. You can test that uh, with your air visualizer to see what changes happen when you turn off the unit for how many hours and whatever. And you can find out those that, that information. But so if you get down to zero, then you're good. Zero means there's no, no particulates. Then you're good. But the problem is don't stay at 50. This is a dangerous thing because then you think you're good, but you're not. So you want to get down to zero. I stay around zero to four, maybe eight max. Um, and so I try to push that. If it goes higher than four or eight, because maybe there's, maybe it's 80 outside, not 80 degrees, but 80 particulates. And so if it gets up to 100 particulates, which is really bad, then sometimes my indoor air goes up more than it should. And so what I have to do is I have to turn the AQ, IQ air, air filtration fan up again to higher speeds where, you know, so you have to match those speeds to get it back down to four or zero. So you want to get it down to zero. If you're at zero, you're all good in every room and whatever. And you can get uh, mini air purifiers like that just blow a stream at your nose and they're very small and portable. Some people use those for going to work. For um, backpack, you can use that. Like they have even chargers so that you can use it live while you're walking around. I think there might even be a tube apparatus or some other version of it, or maybe you have to sit with it and, and, and put it somewhere. But so there's a way to do this. It sounds kind of like sci-fi, but in certain environments, it's it's a it's a must. But in our environment, I think the most integrated, streamlined way to do it is just do it while you sleep. Do it while you sleep and put and put one in your office and do that there. So for 900 bucks, one in your, in your bedroom and then a $400 one in your office maybe if you're trying to just do the stream, I would do two big ones anyway to be honest with you, but, um, but um, that can work. And so you think, oh man, how am I going to get the money? But it's like this is the best investment you could have because it's either the machine is circulating and filtering all that or you are. And I would not trust most other air purifiers on the market because they all use the HEPA filter technology. But IQ Air invented HEPA filters. So go with the, the one who started the whole thing. And they have, um, in this case, uh, and they have um, taken um, that HEPA and turned it up into a hyper HEPA, which is a 0 0.03 microns, which, whereas most air filters use HEPA, which is three microns, which is a huge difference. So you can get down to these micro particles, and that's what you want. Uh, it can even filter out radioactive iodine from the air and things like that. And if you have gas sensitivities or if there's a notion to have one gas and one air purifier, well, they both are air purifiers, but one that can it, it can go deeper into the gas fraction controls. There's a $1,300, $1,200 unit for that. So, yeah, if you get one of each, well, then you're covered, and you can pretty much breathe healthily in your home. Now, the problem here in L.A. is that it's like I got – we have to basically 
if it stays in bad and a lot without a lot of rain and the, the moisture in the air is what's going to calm the whole particulates uh, and I do believe that there's foul play here I do believe that catalytic converters are not only in cars and forced through smog laws to be there and be of a certain type of material and everything else but I also think that they're forced onto every other type of incinerator and power plant and everything else so these same type of metal releasing volatile aluminum powdery stuff that's being shot into the air has become a perfected science and I don't even believe that people have to be conscious of the fact that they're doing any of this anymore because it's become so streamlined as part of the structure, and the rules, the regulations, and all this kind of thing. So now we just have this air, which is super toxic, that we're living in and breathing in all the time. Most people won't detect it. Most people won't even go down this road because it's just thinking about it makes them think, oh my God, my life is going to have to change. But it might have to change. You might have to move from L.A., you know? Um, but you might also be able to survive for four or five years with the nice air purification systems and everything and not have to worry about it and be able to overcome that problem the, the time that you're there. But will you live 10 years and raise children there? I don't think so, or I don't know. Like, you got to find a place with better air quality in a general way if you want to overcome the problem long term. But even if you are in a great place with the great air and everything else, you still might use this air purifier for the indoor because the indoor, all the epoxies, volatile organic compounds, VOCs, and everything else that from polymer to plastics to epoxies and everything in the walls and everything. So you're still going to need it. Um, a lot of the VOCs that we ingest in our life come from dust and particles in our own inner air from the home. So depending on how you create your home of course you know if everything is like ikea or that new car smell yeah then there you are <laughs> you're gonna get it and so um they did a really interesting study on mennonite women and they found that they didn't have any of these vocs in the bloodstream and they had an error in the testing where they had a huge increase and it was because they figured out the flaw the error in that test is that they had driven the mennonite women to the testing site for the study um, in a PVC, new car smell, kind of polyvinyl uh, interior car um, with a heavy odor. And so that odor had triggered the whole system. So it was like detectable instantly on these women. So it just lets you know that the things you smell and all these things are real, you know. So we pretend that, oh, it's fine. This is the modern world. But no, we're getting affected by it. And so, anyway, um, that's what I would recommend. I would recommend really turning up your air. and Because some people are going to have a cough, and it's like dry cough or whatever that doesn't seem to fade out, and it comes back every year in the cold, but then it starts to stick around even in the heat. And So this is all structural damage being done to the bronchodilation um, uh, tissues, uh, pulmonary tissues. And so once those tissues are weakened, we have to heal those tissues, and that can take time. So one of the best things to heal those tissues is the threefold remedy, which is cod liver oil, which is fermented, taken every day for like a tablespoon, or if you can afford it, or less if you can't, and, and going for like a few months with that 
adding to that the K2 emu oil for the vitamin K2. The thing about deficiencies is you have to attack them in, 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 a, tr in a threefold way if you want them to really move up. They can't just be overcome with like, I'm going to aim at this one thing. It's almost like overly simplistic. Um, so, um, so you need to like um, take that. And then the most important is the magnesium, which is even used in cases of acute asthma like emphysema and things like that to help the bronchodilation and help that even in a nebula well they nebulize it but like as an acute treatment but it also works over time and it helps build into the structure so you need transdermal magnesium from zextine inside and blue glass bottles from the heart of tradition.com that's our website but don't get the fake stuff there's tons of fake magnesium oil out there and they even say the word zextine on them ancient permian whatever they're called but 99% of the brands out here in the U.S. are not using the original stuff from Vendam in Holland, which has the Zextein Inside logo on the bottle. So if you don't have that logo, you can't batch control or re-batch control or, or retake that product in, rescan it, and figure out what's in it. So they, they, there's a lot of mixing, a lot of Asian solvent-extracted versions of this that are then remarketed as Zextein. So be careful. Get the right stuff. It's only 3 bucks a week. So that's what I would do for air and help your lungs through the threefold remedy on the inside and then through the outside is to do no harm, meaning find, get yourself into a position of no harm where you're no longer harming yourself. You will not be able to overcome a lot of these harms from 5G and electromagnetism, which that's other podcasts on how to protect yourself from that using uh, certain materials and silver-coated threads and things like that made in Switzerland and there's certain types of materials you can use, but it will help. Um, it will knock out 75% of it. And so if you can knock out 75 to 90% of it, I think even up to, well, I'd say maybe 90% of it, depending on how much you go outside and what you're doing and where you live. You know, like if you have, if it's all smog all the time, you could probably cut it by 75. But if you have good days and things like that where the weather's right and you can get more. So, and you don't live in a dense, densely populated area, well, then you may be totally much, you know, highly capable of doing 85, 95, 100%. So the goal is to knock it out, to like increase, decrease the beast by like 80%, and then your body can heal. And it'll start healing once you pull it out of that environment. Your body gets hacked by the environment. So it's, it's being hacked by all these endocrine disruptors and heavy metals and things in the air. And as soon as you find a way to get yourself out of it, the body goes, okay, now I can start releasing this stuff instead of adapting to it. So do it, do it right. Come check us out at the heart of tradition.com.